together. Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. I've recalibrated my brain to reward me for the things I am doing, not the things I could be doing. And that's what I think you should do. That's one of the keys to happiness. Love yourself for what you are doing, not what you could be doing. Too many people, yeah. Too many people are going around waiting for something phenomenal, like, I'll love me when I discover a new body of water. That's when Steve will love Steve. Like, we found him, Steve. We found all of them. So, what's that? That's Lake Michigan. The search continues. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! Yo! What is going on? My name's Arzel. That's Kitty, and this right here, this right here, it's your KC Friday for the KC Morning Hoes. What's the word, girl? Not a lot. Not a lot, huh? It's Friday. It looks kind of gray out. Is it cold? No, it's not too bad. It looks cold. It's actually kind of a perfect day. What you got in the works for the weekend, girl? Well, today I start one of my classes, and I couldn't remember what time it was, but I knew that it was, like, mildly inconvenient. (laughs) It's a two-hour course, and, I mean, I get it. Once a week? It's once a week, and it's shorter. It's 12 weeks instead of 16. I understand, but I'm still, you know, I'm inconvenienced. So you're going to go the full two hours, then? I guess. Oh, you absolutely will. On a Friday, too. What is she doing with her life? She's trying to educate y'all. She's trying Uh, to teach y'all. This woman. I ain't even met yet. I hope I like her, but yeah. And then tomorrow we're going to a party. My boss is throwing a like get into the spooky season type party so it's not a halloween party because it's still september it's a pre-game to the it's halloween a pre-game party. to the spooky season and it is a winona rider themed party so you can be any sort of character or anyone from any of winona Ryder's movies or tv shows universe i'm actually just going as winona rider i was gonna ask you want to tell these folks what you're going as yeah okay. um i was gonna do something from mermaids either be Cher's character or winona's I mean, my boss is a Virgo as well as I, so I feel like she knew what she was doing, but she just basically invited me to be the main character to a party (laughs) of dress-ups. Because she said, Kitty, you look the most like Winona. Just wear this outfit. So I'm actually getting a replica of the t-shirt that Winona's wearing back in the 90s. Who's on it? It's like a Tom Waits. Uh, okay, Art. I've seen that shot. Yeah. The black leather jacket. Leather jacket, yeah. the t-shirt, the jeans, the black hair. Yeah. I'm going to clip my hair under. Well, I'm going to go find a swan outfit. You can't say what you're being. Oh, I'm not, I can't say mine? Yours is a surprise. Call me the black swan. I thought that was very good. It is very good. It's going to be so funny. Kitty, shall we do a weather daily? Oh, yep. 80 degrees for your Friday, a mix of clouds and sun. On this, your best local podcast, Kitty. You know why? Because we dabble in the details, like your UV index. And as these seasons are changing, out of 10. Kitty, what you think it's going to be? What's it's that number? It's not looking good. You got to take into account a little bit of uh, cloudy skies moving in the afternoon. Five. Go, go up as coach. Six. Six is it. Still? Still six. Six is all week, baby. Six is all week. Are you an expert now on the UV index? I am. Did you talk yeah. to Dr. UV? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. He was trained by UV Red, I think. This evening, 53 degrees. Your sunset time, 7-11. This weekend. Now listen to this. Sunny. 
and 79 on Saturday. Ooh, conditions are ideal. Sunday, the revenge of the summer. 90 degrees on Sunday. 92 and sunny on Monday. But we'll get to that. When we get to that, it's your weather daily. Oh, on your KC morning show. So are we experiencing um, like that fool's fall? Fool's Have you ever fall? seen that calendar, uh, like the timeline of Missouri weather? Spring, summer, fool's fall. Second summer lasts about a week or two, and then they're like real fall, winter, shitty winter. <laughs> I've heard of second dinner and third dinner. No, fool's fall. At least we've experienced a little bit of a fall. We didn't get much of a spring. I don't even remember the spring. <laughs> what is time? I don't know. People keep posting this stuff. They're like, yeah, you're still mentally processing 2019, but it's about to be 2022 in 100 days. And that was three years ago. It really what? is messing me up. What? I think we all have the overarching COVID long haul symptoms and it is our loss of time. I'm all mixed up on my days. Tattooed yesterday and I'm talking to my artist. And so he's asking me like some follow up questions like, oh, how's how's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who? Who was that? Wh- which one? <laughs> so I'm like, damn, dog. When's the last time I saw you? Last February? February of 2020? Whoa, what just happened? Whoa. That's us. We're just walking around, whoa-ing everywhere yeah. we go. Wow. <laughs> that was, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Do that again. No, that, I'm not doing that, it again. Was, was that your own Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty, before we get to the news... And it kind of goes what we just talked about with, you know, life in a pandemic. How often do you find yourself checking your phone a day? If you had to guess. Every time my phone calls me out on a Sunday or something like that and says, hey, you used more screen time last week than the week before. (laughs) That's not good. I'm like, dude, but uh, mind your business, mind your business, mind your P's and Q's a lot, (laughs) honestly. And I don't know why, because it's not like anything's really changing or I give a shit what anyone's doing but a lot i check it a lot it's our default however i'm not gonna lie when i am in like a steadier constant group chat that's when i will just leave like i'll I'll start up check my phone i don't know where it'll be for three hours come back 102 messages see the irony that it takes even more social interaction on your phone to make you put your phone oh yeah no if i post something on instagram and my phone starts blowing up with likes or comments or whatever it's an immediate like lock and flip over i'm like (laughs) i ain't dealing with the press right now kitty the tech company Asurian says americans check their phone on average more than 96 times a day which is about every 10 minutes that you're awake <laughs> that track for you yeah actually probably <laughs> yeah, at least double that because you unlock your phone you flip it over you look at it you do whatever you lock it and then a second pass and you're like wait did i already do that so you do it again that's up kitty 20 percent from the similar poll that was taken back in 2017 so with numbers like that I mean, we can agree, Kitty. It's a bit of a concerning trend, right? Most people, though, are always talking to someone or always doing something. Like, the reason I'm on my phone all the time or even checking is because do I have a Snapchat from my mom, sister, best friend? Has my grandma called today to ask about how to set up her email again? The work chat blowing me up. So you're arguing that if we would have had smartphones in the 30s, they'd be on it just as much is what you're trying to say. You're trying to give yourself a little bit more credit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying we make all these jokes about women staring out the window waiting for her husband to come home from war. She sent about 50 <laughs> letters now ain't a single response. That's us. That's us. How many times did y'all look out the window waiting for your husband to come home? 
the same time I check my phone. Well, Kitty, I had a thing planned, but it seems like you've kind of got this thing down. You're not really concerned. I'm not. For anyone else, though, who's maybe trying to look up and live, you know, get out of their phone, I may have something for you. What I got for you is a list. You know what? You know what? You just made the list. The list of Hartzell. You just made the list. My name's Hartzell, and that's my list. Kitty, again, you seem like you've got this under control, but for anyone else who's trying to get out of their phone, I've got a few suggestions, tips, if you will, for looking up and living, how to get out of your phone. Number one, Kitty, pause to think before picking up your phone. Before you even grab that thing, think about it first. You want me to think before I speak? now too for example when i feel lonely i grab my phone to check instagram so i can feel connected with my friends it's even bigger than the phone that's why they're saying you need to maybe just think this thing through before you pick it up why are you really picking up this phone right now? you're asking a lot out of people we're getting really existential i know yeah it's a lot Mm -hmm. number two analyze how you use your phone and set limits kitty you know you can even go to settings on your iphone and adjust that screen time to make sure you, you know, you do mind your P's and Q. You're not interested? No. Half the time I be checking my phone, it's because I'm changing the song. I always have music playing. And I know that accounts for a good chunk of my screen time. So if I tried to limit myself, my phone's going to, what, zap me out at three hours maxed out listening? Listen mm. to yourself. Can you just deflecting right now? You just deflected. I'm not deflecting. Number three, get rid of distracting apps. You got a bunch of nonsense on your phone. I, I deleted four apps off your phone last week. What were they? Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, and Snapchat. That's been on there for for ages now. I haven't used those. For so long. Well, I haven't used those. I was appalled. I haven't used those since we started dating. Forgot they were even there. Forgot they were even there. They're over there taking up space on your phone, though. I'm happy you got rid of those, because you know what? They were distracting apps, and I'm happy that you followed this advice. The only one on the list you followed. Quit looking at me. Number four. We'll wrap it up with five. Number four. Minimize your notifications. All right? That's my favorite. When a new app asks you if it can send you notifications, say no. Honestly, I did have a little mental health break a while back, and that was something that I did. I One, I'd gotten off social media for a couple days. I turned off all the notifications on all my social media apps, and I still haven't fully turned them all back on. So the only way I see That's that I, I have anything is if I am scrolling and I got the little... I know for work, I've got to use my social media stuff. Oh, he's got to use it. Oh, See, would you stop here it? he is deflecting. Would you stop it's it? But work. here's what I did know. Here's what I did as a workaround because I knew I wanted to get better. That Twitter app, instead of making it on the homepage of my phone, I make it a few pages to the right. You got to swipe a few times to get there. It adds a little time. It makes me think before I go to that app. Do I really need to make that tweet? Is anybody else really getting anything out of that? Is it funny? Or am I just fishing for a compliment? Again, these are things you should think about. Number five, we'll wrap it up with this. Don't use your phone before going to bed. Constantly checking your phone throughout the day, it ruins your productivity. We've already stated that. But it can also ruin your quality of sleep. It's true. I'd be having nightmares about some of the shit y'all post. That's why you can be doom scrolling after dark, kitty. That's my list. It's a good one. Again, looks like you got everything covered. That's fine. I guess you don't need my list. Casey Morning Hoes, though, they got something out of that. Gonna be looking up and living. Unless they're, you know... On the podcast app and listening to your Casey Morning podcast Show. Podcast right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're actually using it right now. I guess we are contributing to the problem now, aren't we? Ah, rats. <laughs> Walked in one big circle, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> Kitty, shall we do some news? Yep. Friday, September 24th. Let's do that news. In other news, this city needs its news. News team, assemble! 
let's go, let's go. My name's Hartsville, that's Kitty, and this right here, my friends, this is your news break. Gotta take a little break with the news. Now, I'm excited about this one for a few different reasons. Let me state reason number one. It's Friday. You know what that means on your KC Morning Show. Fridays brought to you by, powered by, styled by the homies over at Charlie Hustle. Kitty, what is that promo code, my lady? That is KCMS20. Where she is. Yeah. Coming in hot for the new get it. When I am at the mall on Sundays, you know I don't love it, but that's no diss. I'm just saying, I've been seeing hella, hella Charlie Hustle, and I'll be wearing mine too. I mean, I know I'm working at a vintage resale shop, but I'm going to wear my Charlie Hustle on Sundays. They've got the Arrowhead collection. That's what I'd be wearing. That's what they'd be doing. They have the Negro Leagues fit for your reigning American Association champion. Love it. Kansas City Monarchs, so maybe go grab that. Oh, Kitty, what is this? This KC Hart Varsity jacket? Oh, that's sexy. Oh, look at that. I never had a Varsity jacket or nothing. Like that, so maybe I'll get a Charlie Hustle one. You didn't play varsity sports? I didn't play varsity sports or care about school. <laughs> I didn't have a ring, didn't get a jacket. I lettered in several things actually, multiple times. Where those letters are? In a box somewhere. You know, I'm a 2007 class four state champion. <laughs> I got my ring right now if you want to go see it. Yeah. Kansas City, you want to be a back-to-back best local podcaster? Because this is your show, the KC Morning Show. It ain't ours. It's always been yours. And we are nominated once again for best local podcast from The Pitch. As your reigning and defending champion, it'd be nice to, you know, retain the belt. It's going to be an Iron Man match, all right? Perhaps even a hardcore match. A street fight for sure. Tables, ladders, chairs. This is an intense battle we're in, Kitty. What? Don't look at me like that. We're in a fight, all right? A fight for our life. There's a couple podcasters I would like to hit upside the head with a folding chair. I don't know if he's nominated, but I would hit him with anything. I like that you're fired like up a, like, like this. Like one of them studded baseball bats. Oh, kitty. Damn. Yeah. Damn. I know. ThePitchKC.com. Best local podcast. I got best personality and also best radio personality, so I would also appreciate a voter too for that. So do that thing you do, Kansas City. Found out on my birthday last year. One of the best gifts of all time, so if you haven't got me anything yet, Kansas City. Give him a vote and also send us some money. <laughs> Save a heart and kitty foundation yep please and thank you save a heart soul ride a kitty right <laughs> all right all right all right you know pays the bills happy friday hey on the show today we have steven taylor he is the director of operations for barrel of the bottoms they bring us some of the best shows out of the hobbs buildings and the west bottoms but they also do shows over at knuckleheads good stuff we have an amazing creative scene here in our town, and we should uh, support the homies. That is what we're about on this show. Also, Benny Heist breaking down Chiefs versus Chargers. Still a little sports thing, but what am I doing? Why am I stepping on the lead right here? It's Friday. Friday's on your KC Morning Show. Kitty, she uh, she freestyles Janus. It's been a while. You ready for this? A little rusty. Rusty? Go ahead and grab that WD-40 for me, baby. Edward hands me up. Friday's on your KC Morning Show. Kitty, she styles, profiles the headlines, and then she spits it back at you in the form of spoken word. Miss Kitty, are you ready? It's more like poetry, but yeah. Let's slam it home, huh? Hey, hi, hello. It's your KC Morning Show. There's Hartzell in his seat and me, Kitty, freestyling on the beat. <laughs>
Let's take a break to help with your wake and bake. We'll do the news so you don't have to's. Casey keeps winning, so rent keeps raising. I love my hometown teams, but damn, take one for the fans. Mr. Biden, men on horses whipping Haitians. Now, this is not the America I was raised in. The racist and their implications help these refugees with their immigration. And last up, there's a manhunt officially wanted by the FBI. Someone find that piece of sh** guy, the one that Gabby Petito was murdered by. And to further pry, bring home all the girls that have gone missing overnight when the news doesn't bat an eye. Families are searching high and dry to bring back their loved ones safe and alive. That is my rant and cry to the wild. And now to wrap up this Friday freestyle. It's the end of September, so you better remember the witching season is near and they can smell fear. So gather your treat, practice your tricks, put on your best costume, and hope it fits. These are just a few tips from one cool ghoul to the next. Autumn is here. May summer be laid to rest. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Kitty freestyling your news. I like that. It's been a while. That was a long one. Well, and it got dark in the I middle. I had to give it to him. I was hoping you'd turn it around, and you did. You were slamming it, girl. You gotta let these folks know. I appreciate that. There's a lot going on. I didn't know how you were gonna rhyme Haitian, but she brought it home. Man, I wish I could do that. I'm just not quick like that. We were just talking about needing to get back into writing, and I'm like, yeah, I always forget that my Friday freestyles are like my own way to, I don't know, churn out some shit. That was good. Kitty, let's do this. Let's do COVID. The positivity rate is down in the state of Missouri. 9.7% of tests are now coming back positive. At the beginning of the month, it was above 13%. In Kansas, 8.7% of tests are coming back positive. Well, Kitty, we still ain't there yet, so that whole mask mandate, gonna go ahead and extend that bad boy. Saw that coming from a mile away. For at least the next two weeks, Kansas Citians will still have to remember to take their masks to places like the grocery store. Angelica Marquez and her family don't mind. For the most part, I know he complains about it sometimes, but he's, we're getting it down. It's a routine. Her nine-year-old son would like to get the COVID-19 vaccine, but can't just yet, making him and others in his age group vulnerable. While overall new cases are lower than what they were in August when the latest mask mandate went into effect, the infection rate among kids is up. Maybe the predominant reason is not just to keep ourselves safe as individuals, but to keep our society, our fellow citizens safe. Those remarks made right before the city council voted in favor of extending the mask mandate, with the exception of council members Heather Hall and Brandon Ellington. The KCMO mask mandate is now set to expire on October 7th, in line with Jackson County, who's gone to court over the mandate. We'll have rules for a while. We need to follow them to make sure everybody will be safe. Back at the grocery store, some shoppers believe the current measures aren't strict enough. I lost a loved one to COVID. Um, my thing is that they had let down the mandate too soon. They need to keep it up until they can get a cure for this, until everybody gets vaccinated. Masks still required in all indoor spaces of public accommodation. The city said the order will be reviewed and may be modified as circumstances continue to change. I saw some dumb TikTok today. This woman is in upheaval because she took her child to the doctor for whatever. And her child's primary care physician was like, hey, so just curious, are you and your husband, you know, 
vaccinated yet? She says, no. Okay, are you planning on it? And she's like, no, we're not. And this is, again, this is the lady who's refusing to get vaccinated. Recording the video. Basically, her child's doctor was like, well, you're going to have to find a new physician because we can't have you in here anymore. Like, we're refusing you service. Yeah. And people are freaking out about it, saying that's medical abandonment. (laughs) It's not. No, No. it's called public health. And I hate to play this story so so high in the news because it makes you feel like it's important, but you just brought this up. I figure we should just do it now. An update on the Ray's Cafe. Oh, yeah. Going, going, gone. A Jackson County judge is ordering Ray's Cafe in Blue Springs to remain closed. The judge says the owner's continued defiance of the county's mask mandate is a public health threat because it increases the risk of COVID-19 transmission. Today's order says the restaurant can't reopen as a public or private business until it gets its food permit back. We have reached out to the owner for comment several times, but have not heard a response. How's your chip doing? Feeling pretty good? Uh, yeah. Not experiencing anything lately. Just no. a couple pings in, in the middle of the night. Nothing major. No third arm or anything. How your balls doing? Well, Nicki Minaj said that that's her cousin's friend had a thing go on. So just I got to ask. They exploded, right? Something like that. Yeah, Something. I think so. He's infertile and they got left at the altar. I'd watch the movie. <laughs> well, I'm ready to get boosted. All right. Boost me, baby. In addition to those 65 and older, the panel recommends 50 to 64 year olds in nursing homes who have underlining health problems also get a third booster of the Pfizer vaccine. There's a whole group of people that could probably benefit from a from a third dose of vaccine after completing the first two doses. The Mid-America Regional Council reports 49% of the metro has yet to be fully vaccinated. Dr. Alt says that must remain the focus. We would like everybody to get their primary series, either one or two vaccines, before we start talking more about third doses. He says that will end the pandemic, but for the most vulnerable, boosters will increase protection. Now, today's recommendation is for Pfizer only. The CDC hasn't looked at additional boosters yet for Johnson & Johnson or Moderna's vaccines. More data on that, though, is expected in the coming weeks. This is, I think, huge news, especially for those who need help paying the rent. You know, we got a bunch of money that hasn't even been dished out yet but a lot of those services are offered on the weekday which is tough for folks who go to work and those are most likely the same folks who are struggling to pay the bills so what the city is doing kitty is going to offer you some help on the weekends kansas city's new emergency rental assistance center opens tomorrow it's the first time the center is hosting hours on the weekend the center helps connect people who are struggling to pay rent or utilities because of the covid19 pandemic with organizations who can help tomorrow's event allows people who work during the week to maybe get help without missing work organizers stress you do need to make an appointment before you go. We're in a pandemic. We have to do social distancing. We have volunteers. We don't want you to come and wait for four hours. We want you to be able to come reasonably, get in, get your things done, and get on back out. So appointments available from 10 to 1 tomorrow. This is at the Manual Tech Center near Truman Road and Troost Avenue. Once you schedule your appointment, you'll have to fill out an application ahead of time. So if you're interested tomorrow, go and check that out. Remember we were talking about the pit bulls in Oberlin Park? Yep. Well, guess what? They ain't banned no more. They lifted the ban. Pit yep. bulls allowed and encouraged in Overland Park. Well, dog lovers can now own a pit bull in Overland Park. The city council voted Monday to remove a ban on the breeds. We spoke with a young woman who spearheaded the effort to get the ban overturned. When Taylor Walton was just 17, she filed a petition to get rid of that ban in Overland Park. Now, more than a decade later, the ban is no more. All right, Kitty, let's talk Chiefs. 
Chiefs! Chiefs! Yeah, head coach Andy Reid says it's back to the drawing board and that the team isn't used to losing. Patrick Mahomes says it's time to turn the page. He threw his first interception in the month of September against the Ravens on Sunday night. Mahomes says there are better ways to handle defensive pressure. I think it's just the time of the game that I did it. I mean, a lot of times I'll try to make those throws and, and get them, usually can get them in there. Uh, I kind of came out of my hand uh, weird when he kind of wrapped me up and, and spun me. Um, but, uh, yeah, you just can't do that at that time of the game. Just throw it to the check down, punt the ball, trust in your defense to, to get the stop, and that's how you win football games. Well, Park Hill South, kitty. God they, uh, damn it. They did a racism. Swift condemnation. That's the reaction from district leaders after a group of Park Hill South students post unacceptable racist comments online. It doesn't matter their intent. Uh, the impact is real. The impact is being felt. Uh, the hurt uh, is real and there. District leaders have heard from lots of parents since the incident Friday. You know, it varies from anger to, um, to fear to frustration, disbelief. The district is 67% white. While staff get diversity training, currently students get none. We don't have um, anything formal as far as like a, um, a standardized cultural sensitivity training or anything like that. Those are definitely things that I would love to see in the future. The district plans to hold a listening tour in response to the incident. One silver lining, students were first to call out the racist comments. Students brought it to our attention right away, so the reporting culture at Parker South is working. This incident just further confirms the, the, the necessity, the need for the work, and that we are in, headed in the right direction. The district says schools are a safe place for everyone. They're not robots. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they're greatly influenced by their parents, but they can make their own opinions. And from what I read, what they did was try to make a petition to bring back slavery. They didn't say that part in the audio. I looked it up because I was curious. Like, what, what them kids do? Yeah. I think some of the worst part of it is that administrations just sweeping it under the rug. And that's why so many people are blowing this up. Literally could not work because he was overflowed with so many emails and phone calls non-stop. Well, yeah, as he should be. As he, he should be. And he needs to respond to all of them, and these little jackasses need to go somewhere. Mm. Maybe go somewhere else. Else, yeah. Like, straight to hell. All right, Kitty, let's go international, huh? Let's do that. And if you listen to the audio, you'll realize that uh, this international story is going to end up hitting pretty close to home. Today, the Biden administration's top diplomat to Haiti resigned. Daniel Foote left in protest over what he calls the inhumane deportation of thousands of Haitian migrants. The resignation left the White House confused. I would note um, that uh Special Envoy Foote had ample opportunity to raise concerns about migration during his tenure. He never once did so. So far, at least 1,400 migrants have been deported to Haiti. Just over 3,000 migrants remain at the encampment in Del Rio today. CBS News spoke with the Homeland Security Secretary. For critics who say the administration is sending mixed messages, is there a clear message? There is certainly a clear message, and it is do not take the perilous journey. The border is not open. The United Nations Children's Fund says two out of every three people deported so far is a woman or a child. And Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas wants to welcome Haitian migrants. He let followers know in a tweet, it says, I've directed my staff to advise the Department of Homeland Security that in the same way we are currently welcoming hundreds from Afghanistan, Kansas City will gladly welcome the same number from Haiti seeking safety and shelter in our great city and country. And with that, let's go national, Kitty. The top two Democrats in Congress, along with the Biden Treasury Secretary, standing together last hour to announce they have a framework to pay for a massive Democratic spending package that covers issues ranging from child care and community college to climate change and health care policy. The White House, the House and the Senate 
have reached agreement on a framework that will pay for any final negotiated agreement. So the revenue side of this, we have an agreement on. Okay? Frame, Thank you. Frame, it's a framework, an agreement of a framework. This is not about price tag. This is about what's in the bill. What's in the bill? For children, what's in the bill? It's not about a, a price tag or anything. It's about values, not dollars. This is all tied to that key vote that is happening on Monday over that separate infrastructure package that passed the Senate last month. Pelosi is not saying explicitly that she will still move forward with that vote on Monday, but that's also significant because those progressive members in her caucus are threatening to vote against that plan, sink that plan if that larger deal is not agreed to. So, so much work has to be done and a lot of questions still. Kitty. Happy 30th birthday to the Nevermind album, Nirvana. Next, ladies and gentlemen, we have three fine young men from Seattle. I'm so happy, cause today found my friends September 10th, 1991, Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit video, it hits MTV, responsible for a huge change in modern music. God bless him. I had a friend of mine at Sporting KC game. He once went to a Nirvana show, club style, in Seattle. And opening up for Nirvana was a little-known, obscure band called Pearl Jam. And I believe he also said opening up before them was a totally unknown band called The Smashing Pumpkins. Beautiful. Yeah, my mom saw Nirvana in the 90s. Oh, what, really? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's why she loves Kurt Cobain so much and does not care for Dave Grohl. Those are the best stories, right? You saw him when my mm -hmm. buddy Sam, his mom was in Colorado back in the 70s. And she's at this little club that she snuck in because she was underage. And there's a guy at the piano. And he does a whole set. She's like, wow, this man is amazing. Who, who are you? And so the very last song, he says, hey, y'all. Uh, I'm workshopping this thing. Haven't played it really anywhere. In fact, I think she said it may have been the first time we played it. Go easy on me. Here's my last song. It's called Piano Man. And the guy was Billy Joel. And the guy was Billy Joel. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, that's crazy. It's a totally different time. It does suck. My mom, she said all the concerts she saw, you know, from Nirvana to Pearl Jam, Metallica, you know, they'd all go to high school wearing their normal clothes and they'd take their grunge stuff in their backpacks, fill their old hairspray cans up with vodka, and then they would have someone else call them all out. Oh, we're staying at so-and-so's. Yeah, well, we're staying at so-and-so's. The amount of time she said she got in trouble for that. Relentless. But... I She's got the stories. And I don't know if we're going to have those stories anymore. We'll never That's have those thing. stories. Who's going to be that level of superstar like Michael Jackson, you know, that transcends everything? Drake is huge. Kanye is huge. But are they larger than life? It's also not the same. You can't catch a good, awesome band on the early rises. I mean, you can, but it's not of the same quality or the same nature. I mean, there's so many great local small bands that I love seeing at our hometown, you know, shows and venues. But man, you just can't sneak underage into a bar and see Nirvana. Also, the loss of local radio, to be totally that honest too. with you. People don't listen to the radio. Not even that long ago. You know, it was important to be played on the radio. It was important. All the movies where people are trying to get their little cassette to the radio DJ and the radio yeah. DJ is the most popular person in the world. <sighs> the hardest to yeah. get to. Yeah. Yeah, We used to be, didn't we? <sighs> Those were the days. Video killed the radio star. Streaming killed the radio star. If only there was a way to know you were in the good old days before they were the good old days. Girl preach. And that's Kitty signing off. A tradition unlike any other in Kansas City. 
Kitty, Plaza Art Fair this weekend. Starting tonight, nine blocks of the Country Club Plaza will be filled with stalls from some 240 artists from across the country as the Plaza Art Fair returns. You have plenty of chances to check it out. Starts at 5 tonight, runs until 10. Tomorrow it's open from 10 to 10, Sunday from 11 to 5. Love it, hate the parking. You ever gone to the Plaza Art Fair? Park like five blocks away, walking downhill, uphill, both ways. <laughs> Beautiful, awesome time crazy parking go buy some stuff go buy some art support your artists i love me some local art oh hartzel what breaking what? news uh oh exclusive elon musk and grimes break up after three years together what? yep i mean he's already gone to space so how's he gonna <laughs> get away from her now i knew it no who yeah. else tries to go to space if you're not just trying to get away from your significant other mm -hmm. didn't they just have a kid yep oh oh yeah the exxon mobile What's the name of this kid? It's Exxon Mobile. Aeon. Uh, Eon. Uh-huh. Are you sure? Is this is this confirmed? Yeah. It says they are semi-separated, but still see each other frequently and are on great terms, says Musk. He says he's super busy, basically. Oh, is that what he said? It's said? mostly his work at SpaceX and Tesla. Thanks. He's got like seven other kids. For real? I didn't know He's got that. like six boys. Because didn't he leave his last one yeah. to get with Grimes? Yeah. You know what I think this means? What? He went to space and found another woman. That's what happened. Space cooch. <laughs> the back door to Mars. Oh, kitty. He found someone else's Uranus, huh? You're listening to the KC Morning Show. Greetings, Hartzell. Search the force. And a tremor I have felt. It was you. Your ego just busted a planet. The KC Morning Show. We were trying to come up with a title for my guy. He's such a good dude. He provides us with nothing but the best content. He's with the barrel of the bottoms in the West Bottoms. I guess we're going with director of operations, Stephen. Is that what we're going with? I think I kind of like chairman of the board. Chairman of the board's good. Director of operations, CEO, but don't tell my friend Carrie that. Uh, <laughs> Co-owner. Yeah, we everything that I want to be, I try to be, I think. Stephen Taylor, he is with the barrel of the bottoms. My friend, how will we describe what you got? It's not a production company not just an event space at the Hobbs building you put on all these amazing comedy shows and just all sorts of events how do you describe it when you tell people what you do uh, I describe what I do as an amalgamation of sorts Ooh, <laughs> yeah at the barrel at you know just doing normal comedy stuff around town it's a bunch of stuff we've been doing the barrel for a little bit and it's a podcast studio writing office uh, meeting space and then of course we do our kind of big thing is our venues our shows uh, that we do out of there and then do comedy around town we do stuff at knuckleheads we do stuff at mockingbird anywhere that they'll let us put up a light and some mics and tell people jokes we uh, we try and make it happen i love it you know we've had hillary on the show so many times i have been really trying to make an effort to highlight just the amazing content that you could be getting in Kansas City right now. Our scene is just, it's beautiful, it's funny, it's moving, it sounds good, and I feel like in this in this window we have of whatever this new normal we're making, we have an opportunity in our creative scene to kind of reboot this thing, repilot it, mm -hmm. make it inclusive. It's an opportunity, my brother, and I think you all are, are really honing in on that. How has the reaction been as we are stepping out back in these streets, brother? <laughs> 
you know everything's been so crazy man like we when when the pandemic hit like we're a small space so there was no way we were letting anybody in you know we have 26 seats available to every show and so for like our you know a whole pandemic that was not a good not a good look so we were doing like live stream stuff and that stuff was a lot of fun and then as soon as the vaccines came out we kind of made the the decision to say hey you know we're going to do vaccine proofs and, and masks because it is a small space and if somebody was to you know get sick at a comedy show i would i would just feel terrible about that so we've been doing that and that's you know it's posed its own unique set of issues but i would say everybody that's on board is on board 110 percent. and every show that we've done is probably twice as good as the shows we were doing before because i think people are just excited to be back and to have something to laugh about and god they've been fun it feels like across the board the city is like on it you know hillary doing stuff with as you wish and um anarchy fun time like every show that happens has just been cool diverse and exciting i think i remember watching some of y'all's live streams and for the first time i saw a group of people that were actually kind of having fun with it you know it wasn't just a challenge you had to get through you guys were actually really embracing the weirdness of it all you know you even said you think that your shows now are even better how did those circumstances how did it push you all to be where you're at today well i mean i think you know we've been in business for like three years and our initial goal was just to be this kind of indie underground space for weird creatives to come perform and that's still kind of our goal but when the pandemic hit it was like well we can't bring people in you know it forced us back to three years ago when we were trying to design the space and we're like are we going to do are we really going to do a recording studio an office and a venue that you know does shows like three times a month like is this really going to work and it turns out it does and when the, everything hit and we had to go kind of virtual there's only one option which is just to do it and we were lucky enough that you know Brittany Tylander was doing body language and Colby Cusick was starting to get into like some video production stuff and they're both amazing comics who run Shut Up and Clap, which is an online show. And so we just kind of took their format and we're like, well, let's see what it does with a live show. And I think the first show we did, that first body language show we did was like 50 tickets sold online. Um, and we just, you know, everybody was commenting, having fun. And we were we were all in there. We had clappers trying to make it feel like a live show. People were stripping their clothes off with masks on. It was crazy. It's pandemonium. There's no rules anymore. And I think that's the, the most freeing part. Seeing somebody strip down after telling a joke with a mask on is just hilarious. It makes no sense, but it's very fun to watch. And yeah, I think it's just forced everybody to be a little more creative. And I think it's forced the people that didn't really want it to get out and the people that do really want it to dive in 110%. I, I love it. I love organized chaos because hilarity ensues. Just like you said, it is hilarious. Let's let's look at this calendar, brother. What y'all got this weekend? Tell us what we can go to plug everything. Does this come out uh, on Friday? Is this, is this coming out today? It's coming out today, boss. Man, it this is coming out today. We have Dante Powell is a comedian out of Des Moines and he's been through Kansas City a bunch. He's a favorite from the local comedy scene and he runs a show called The Comedy Kickback, which is an all-black stand-up comedy show based in Des Moines, but they've done stuff like all over the Midwest, Chicago, Omaha and he was like, hey, I want to come to Kansas City and so we're putting it on tonight. So today the 24th, we've got The Comedy Kickback which is going to be hilarious and then tomorrow's Body Language. Don't tell anybody but I will be... Uh, stripping after telling jokes and there will be a bunch of other very funny comedians doing the same thing and a couple burlesque performers we kind of like to do whatever we want okay hold on uh, back up back up back up back up describe <laughs> describe this body language show because that's the content that came for steven if you're stripping down then i want a front row seat what is this Look, show i'll put you on the guest list body language is the show that Brittany tylander has been doing for a couple of years now she started it in madison wisconsin let's see how would we define body language controlled chaos i think is great it is 
is a queer body positive showcase of comedy and what we're calling drag lesque because the algorithm uh, puts you down if you put down drag or burlesque. So we combine the two. It's drag lesque. We have two different performers. We'll have like usually three to four comics. And anytime they tell a really funny joke, like they get a really good laugh, we'll cue music and they'll just start stripping, you know, <laughs> doing whatever. Some people, some people are hilarious dancers. Some people are really bad dancers like me. And you got people like Ty Clay who are up there. I mean, just murdering it. So it's, <laughs> it runs the gamut of, of what you're going to see. And I've got to say, I've been to a lot of comedy shows, a lot of comedy shows. I don't know if I've ever been to one where the energy is quite like body language. Like Dude. I said, man, it just, it screams a good time. Every time I, I see something on social, a, a video, anything, everybody is just happy to be there and they're having a blast. That's it, man. I think that's our main goal. You know, when we talk about what do we want to do at the barrel, it's always been, um, you know, anything that somebody wants to do creatively, we want to give them a space or a platform to do that. And sometimes that opens it up to the weirdest stuff you can imagine. And usually that is my favorite stuff. So it's always, always a fun time. Stephen, where can people go to get a hold of you? Say they want to not only attend a show, maybe they want to put one on, or maybe they want to hit you up and use the studios for podcasting. Where can we go to interact with Barrel the Bottoms? And more specifically, where can we go to get a hold of you, boss man? There's a, there is always barrelofthebottoms.com, uh, barrelofthebottoms.com slash events. If you're trying to check out what shows we have, you can follow us on Eventbrite, obviously, as well. For the studio, same thing. Go to the website, follow at Barrel of the Bottoms. And then for me, uh, it's at formerly Fat Steven. Um, <laughs> it's, it should be at currently semi-Fat Steven, but formerly <laughs> Fat Steven has a better has a better ring to it. So we, we stick with that. Um, yeah, that's where any anywhere you want to find out, you know, about the studio, office, shows, anything. If you just want to call me and tell me that I looked great on body language, whatever you want to do. I'll give out my number. Should I do that? Should I give out my number? Stephen, they got to pay for that kind of service. You know that. <laughs> Come on, you know better than that. What are you doing? Yeah, that's it. If you subscribe to our Patreon, I'll send you my <laughs> phone number. Stephen Taylor, he is the director of operations at Barrel the Bottoms, but we already said he is the chairman of the board, Stephen Taylor. <laughs> Barrel the Bottoms going on all weekend, going on forever in Kansas City, and I'm, I'm, I'm just so happy that we have you all here in town. I'm going to get to a show. I may be headed to the Bottoms tonight, my friend, because that, that sounds awesome. Dude, come check it out, man. It's Dante Powell, Bernard Bell, Antoinette Murray Stevens, and then Clinton Antoine, uh, all out of Des Moines, and Ty Clay from Kansas City, who is, if you don't know Ty Clay, you are going to know him very soon. I met him three years ago in Kirksville, Missouri, and I was like, dude, you got to move because he is so damn funny. And uh, it's going to be just a hell of a show tonight. And for 10 bucks, I don't know if there's a, a better option for you. And if you want a guest list tomorrow night, I got you, brother. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and hit you up a little bit later, brother. I'm going to hit you up a little bit later. <laughs> My man, Stephen, can we find a way to do something? I just, I love what you're doing, and I can't have this be the last time you're on the show. So can we run this back many and multiple times? Man, it has been a long time coming, and I would want nothing more than just to either hang out, work with you, anything. I just like being around you, man. It's a lot of fun. I, uh, I appreciate you having me on yeah i'd love to be back anytime you got time my brother let's chat soon then all right man thank you if there's one thing that i found is as true as the sunrise it's that i like being on there with hot the kc morning show 
Let's Do a Sports Thing. He is the managing editor of BetSided.com, part of the Fan Sided Network. Benny Heiss, here's what I'm thinking. We're one and one. Right. That's a brand new ball game, right? It's off to the races from here on out. One and one. You can see Chiefs taking on the Chargers. Where are they even from now? Are they in San Diego? Are they in LA? Where the hell have they been out of? They're in LA. They're sharing the stadium now with the Rams. Like you know how like every stadium is trying to one up each other now with just like all the gadgets and huge screens and luxury seating. Like they're they're out in Los Angeles now. They're living that LA dream. And I'll I'll tell you what, man, like they're they're good. And I think it's gonna be a competitive game. And and by the way, too, for anybody that was you know, freaking out on what happened in the, in the Chiefs game. I, the defense is bad. Like, we can we can definitely have a conversation about it. It's been struggling. But I actually heard uh, Alex Smith on uh, the Arrowhead Attic podcast, which uh, you should listen to after you listen to the Casey Morning Show. Absolutely. Uh, but, he, but he talked about, like, how like they're a field goal away from, from being 2-0, and and everybody is really happy about the, the start of the season against two really good teams in the AFC. Just happen to have a bad fumble go the other way. And that's football, man. Like, that sort of stuff is going to happen. You know, remember the, the sky was falling when the uh, the Raiders came in Arrowhead and beat Kansas City? That was a division game. Yeah, it sure was. So I, I just think that it's a situation where the defense is going to start to get better. Guys are going to figure out their assignments a little more. And and right now, the, the biggest concern on that team from a season ago has been substantially better with the offensive line. So I, I just don't think the sky is falling in Kansas City anytime soon. All right, I'm going to make a sports side note because you brought up Alex Smith as a broadcaster, which, look, can I get your opinion on this? I love seeing Alex Smith on my TV, and I never saw this coming. You are a journalist. When you covered the Chiefs, did Alex Smith ever do any talking? Can I tell you a, a funny story from my time on, on the drive do. in Kansas City? Yes, Benny, uh, please. I will I will say this as well. Like Alex obviously very, very thoughtful guy. I, I think his story and his perception changed a lot after that like just devastating injury to his knee and to his leg. I think that kind of has turned around. We were in Kansas City. This must have been either my first or second year. It's either twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. And you know how like when the quarterback speaks on Wednesday, you know, I got all the local media there and all the T V crews. And I think I, I think it was like it might have been Al Wallace that just said, you know, Alex, what are your, your favorite Thanksgiving foods? I'm sure they were doing some sort of a piece at Fox of, you know, plus you're, you're Kansas City Chiefs. So do love Thanksgiving. And then they you know, <laughs> say, oh, I love, I love stuffing. I love my, my mom's gravy, whatever it is. And <laughs> I, I kid you not, Alex Smith, you know, when asked what his, what his favorite Thanksgiving Day food was, paused for about like 10 seconds. It was like, turkey jumps out. <laughs> and I thought to myself, if this guy ever... <laughs> says anything interesting in his life please i will be the first one to praise him and sure enough he's actually been a, an interesting and a thoughtful broadcast so kudos to alex we we gave him a hard time we gave him shit about that he came on the drive i think a year or two later <laughs> and we we gave him an opportunity to um to, to redo the answer and he said you know what my mom actually makes like these these rolls every year that are like homemade and delicious and you know i i just think that <laughs> his redemption was rolls benny yeah like it, it was better, but it still wasn't good. <laughs> Turkey stands out. I love that line so much. By the way, speaking of like former quarterbacks that are now turning into like quasi broadcasters, have you tuned in on the on the Manning cast? All right, last week was like our first game, so we watched the film. A lot of coaches, a lot of feedback, a lot of evaluations. These are my notes. I got to slow down. I talk too fast. Don't ask two questions. Just ask one. Don't say right so much. Don't cross your legs. 
and have Eli stop making fun of my forehead. That's my feedback. What'd you get, E? Uh, yeah, basically a lot of my friends said I, I, I needed to do more forehead jokes, and I actually have oh. a top ten of oh. forehead jokes. Oh. Uh, my oh, favorite is, it's, it's, it's not really a forehead, it's a five head. Okay. It's so Here big, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a cowbell. I can't, you know, need more, need more forehead. <laughs> so, a couple thoughts. I, I think it has the potential to be great. I really do, because I, I think Peyton's exceptional at it. Eli is a bit of a bump on a log, but occasionally he, he tells some good stories. I'll be honest with you, man. Like, I'm just excited that there's just a different alternative to like the traditional broadcast where you have your play-by-play guy and your color commentator and your sideline reporter. If, if I can watch the game just from that perspective, like, and I think ESPN started that a handful of years ago, like for the college football national championship, where they would have a bunch of their personalities watching the game, like with you. And they were just shooting the shit and, and having a conversation. I like, guess kind of what the Mannings are doing, except Peyton will still kind of break down some of what he sees in front of him and I, I think it's been really good I, I think they can clean up a lot of areas but I've really actually enjoyed it and it's nice to see you know a broadcast kind of just try something different for something that they've been trying to repeat for the last 40 50 years you know who's the thing for all of this it's youtube and the bloggers and the vloggers you're exactly right for years they have tried this new wave of you know more of a panel style barbershop talk breaking down right but they never really had the formula the formula has always been on youtube think about all these youtube stars now who do just the watch alongs on twitch and all this stuff right and i was waiting for which network would be the first to try to monetize this and i think we found it and they did it with sports it's kind of brilliant i don't hate it i'm a bit of a purist because i'm that kind of pretentious ass uh, i kind of like the idea of the play-by-play guy who break you know i i like that but oh i you know i i don't i don't dislike it i mean hartzell i i did play-by-play like i thought it was an area that i wanted to go into i, I i'm not rooting for the death of the play-by-play announcer i'm just saying i i like options i like having alternatives in different ways besides what the standard has always been i'm trying to think of a good comparison if you hear like a perfect symphony like it's great but it doesn't mean that you want to listen to the symphony every time like you might want to change some things up than just the classics oh wow oh wow this guy what i'm talking about a purist over here my god Vinny heist I'm you on- were the one that used the term purist i just <laughs> threw in symphony afterwards Vinny heist let's break down this game brother chiefs b Chargers, what do you got? It's an interesting game. And I'll tell you something about the Chiefs, Hartzell. If you've been betting on the Chiefs over the last 13 games, let's say you took the Chiefs to win against the spread for the last 13 games that Kansas City has played, what what do you think your record would be? Oh, man, it's probably pretty good, right? I mean, we're, we're very good at the footballs. They're very good at the footballs. You know, they're maybe like 9-4 and four straight up or, or 10-3 and three straight up. That's that's not what the record is against the spread. Oh, okay. Do you want to know what the record is against the spread is? Do tell, Benny Ice. Hartzell, if you were to have bet on Kansas City for the last 13 weeks, your record against the spread would be 1-11-11. And one. Oh no. They have been the worst team in years. That number makes no sense to me. Hold on. Break that down. What is covering the spread for us novices? Just so we know. What what does that mean? Gotcha. So if you're a favorite in a football game, you're a favorite by a determinate amount of points. So this week, the Kansas City Chiefs are six and a half point favorites against the Chargers. Basically, six and a half is sort of that dividing line. The Chiefs need to win by at least seven points to cover the spread. 
spread. They need to win by a touchdown against the Chargers, a six and a half point favorites at home. What that would mean for the Chargers is that that bet would win as long as they lose by six or less or win the game outright. Makes sense? Makes sense. So they've won the game, but they've been much bigger favorites in all those games that they haven't covered any of those numbers with the exception of one game and that was the AFC championship game so what does that mean Benny is it just because we're a roller coaster of a team stop them out early or we play with our food throughout the game what does this mean it doesn't necessarily mean anything other than they've kept these games probably much closer than they should you know they're letting bad competition hang around or they're letting them win outright with the exception of the game that got them to the Super Bowl if you think the Chiefs are that good and, and maybe they are they're still winning that's ultimately what's most important but if you're a better you gotta decide if you're taking that team just straight up or if you're taking them against the spread and right now you do not want to be a spread better taking the kansas city chiefs that is a wild stat i would have lost money on that trivia night because i never would have imagined we were that bad at covering the spread so what do we got this week all right so six and a half point favorites against the chargers they are at home uh kansas city is zero two against the spread this year i think the chargers i don't think they're gonna win but i do think they're gonna keep it close they, they made some uncharacteristic bad decisions in that game well i shouldn't say that the chargers in general usually make atrocious decisions but <laughs> like this team that's supposed to be a lot better uh, has has been taking that kind of a start which is unlike them there's there's something about that team that i think is going to make it close and i actually think the bet that i would make on it is not necessarily that the chargers will cover because you know kansas city can screw that up anytime and, and go ahead and just take a, a five touchdown lead in a minute like they did against houston i like the total i like the under in this game everyone just assumes that because it's the chiefs their defense sucks and their offense is great and they're going to put up a thousand points yeah sometimes against the chargers mahomes tends to, to struggle early he always makes a big throw, throw in a big play but but this is a team that I think is getting better defensively that is going to present some difficult matchups. And conversely, like I think the Chiefs defense is going to step up a little bit at home and, and play much better. So I, I think this is going to be more of like a, you know, maybe 27 to 24 or 24-23 type game as opposed to a, a traditional Chiefs blowout. I, I think it'll be a little bit less scoring than we're accustomed to. All right, Benny, let's get you on the record. Who you got? Who's going to be your KC morning showman of the game? Who you got, brother? Well, I already called Tyron Matthew for last week. So, you know, I was thinking about using him again, especially if I'm expecting the defense to step up. But I'll I'll go with Chris Jones. I, I think he's going to go ahead and, and get a couple sacks on the afternoon, get to Herbert, make some big plays up the middle. I, I think this is a game where, where the Chiefs defense responds after just getting completely called out. Benny Heiss, he is the managing editor of BetSided.com. But on this show, he is our manager-in-chief. Benny Heiss, we will report back next week, brother. I'm going to put some bets down. All right, you sold me. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Just, just fade the Chiefs. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Or maybe if it That's is right. broke, hope that it gets fixed. That's right. Yeah, maybe, maybe this is the week they, they start the new trend. Pump it in there, baby. Just keep a trickling the ball down the field, boys. The KC Morning Show. Kitsay! Kitsay! Good show today. Good job. Rather a good show. Jolly good. Wow. Just keeps going back to Owen Wilson today. Wow. <laughs> Kitty, what is that KC morning buzz? Girl, as we get out of here, anything on your plates that you're going to be eating up this weekend? I might go to that comedy show tonight. Yeah. Over at Barrel the Bottoms. Mm. Sporting KC on Sunday. Big game. Taking on Seattle. Your first place. Sporting Kansas City. Trying to get two rings. Two rings. Where my ring at? 
Excuse me. Beyonce said you better put a ring on it. I mean, I can get you one of them, one of them candy rings from the from the store. Hey, whatever, dude. Cracker Jacks has has some toys at the bottom of the box. I'm sure. All right, if it's legally binding. Kitty, where can these folks find you? At Holy Hearts. You can get me at Heartsoul965. You get the show, The Casey Morning Show, on Instagram, Casey Morning Show, everywhere else, Twitter, Facebook. Send me a voicemail, huh? Let me know that we're not talking to the void. Casey Morning Show at gmail.com. Oh my God, we didn't even talk about your tattoo. That looks amazing. Oh yeah, I got my new tattoo. It's pretty sick. The nanny. It is. It's Fran Drescher. Cartoon at the beginning of the intro song. Yep. Of the nanny named Fran. Yep. It's beautiful. I love it. It was pain, but beauty is pain. Although Hartzell doesn't know this. If, if you understand my pain, you know, reach out. Let me see your cool bicep tattoos. It's like the inside of the bicep. Inner bicep. And I ain't got no of, muscle. So that was tough. Well, it looks good. I just had to mention it because it looks phenomenal. Thank you. At some point, we got to get it posted so that she sees it. I will. I want Fran Drescher to see this. Share my tattoo. I need everyone to tag Fran Drescher. Yep. Tag what the nanny wore on Instagram, Peter Mark Jacobson, whoever, anyone that had a hand in creating the nanny. I need them to see this because i'm pretty sure yeah it's like the first nanny tattoo i've never seen a nanny tattoo i looked it up my artist looked it up he even said he's like this has got to be one of my favorites i've ever done on you and yeah even as he was tattooing me he was humming along to the title sequence because he's like i've been watching it all morning in prep for you so it's good kitty that's all we got a good day to be a kansas city and yeah so good happy friday y'all happy friday let's weekend we'll see you in the morning Morning show bye you're listening to the kc morning show